0: everyone welcome to the high vibe human podcast redesigned i'm your host lexi ray a human design reader and early childhood and family specialist i am gifted in understanding human energetics relationship dynamics and family dynamics i founded high vibe human with the intention to share the magic of human design in practice we are all about raising your vibrations to connect with yourself on a deeper level when we understand ourselves and the world around us We are better able to show up and create the life we truly desire. I am so proud of you for being here. Let's heal together. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the High Vibe Human podcast, Redesigned. Um, I'm super excited to have you back with me today. We are going to dive into... Um, the magic of using your strategy and authority in human design. Um, I'm also going to touch a little bit about some previous episodes, um, birth control and um, neurodivergence. I haven't talked about neurodivergence yet, but I'm learning a lot. And um, I also touch a little bit on Pluto's return in this episode, and I just want to like add a little tidbit about it. Um, So on... February 22nd, 2022, which is today, right now, um, there will be a a once-in-a-248-year event, and it's called Pluto's Return. So Pluto is going to conjunct or return to the same place it was when the United States was founded, theoretically, July 4th, 1776, astrologically. Pluto brings destruction and rebirth to dynasties, kingdoms, um, everything like that. So, for example, when Rome experienced its first Pluto return, it fell. Um, Yeah, so the energy right now in America is very high, very much in need of a rebirth, and... I'm here for it. So let's dive into this episode. Um, I hope you enjoy listening, and I will touch back in at the end. What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the High Vibe Human podcast, Redesigned. Um, So today I want to talk about a little bit – of some things that I talked about last week in that episode, um, we I touched on trauma just a little bit, and I I didn't really get to dive deeper into that. So um, we're going to do that today, as well as um, touching on neurodivergence. Um, I haven't talked about this on the podcast at all yet. Um, it's been something that I've I've been exploring as I kind of like grow and develop more into myself. Um, and I'm gonna reference a few previous episodes um that you can go back and listen to. And they're still very relevant, even though they're old. And I've changed a lot over the past two years. But um episode seven, I talk a lot about detoxing from horm- hormonal birth control and how it kind of like blocked my my um authenticity for the longest. Like I was on hormonal birth control for 10 years almost. Um, basically right when I, I got my period, um, or my period normalized, I like kind of started becoming sexually active. It was like 15 or 16 years old. I was like 15 years old. Um, and Yeah, so I kind of was just on it because everyone was like, yeah, you should just get on it, you know, don't have a kid yet. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to have a kid in high school. Blah, blah, blah. So got on hormonal birth control and didn't get off it until um, I got married in 2016. So, yeah, after I stopped taking it, um, my body body didn't change like – a tremendous amount, but my mind did, and my emotions did, and I feel like I had I started having like full cycles, um, and it it brought new light onto a lot of things that I was ignoring. I think. Um, long story short, I ended up um, getting a divorce, and we separated. And all for the better. Um, I wish it ended a little bit differently, honestly. And I wish I was more capable of proper communication during that time in my life. But, yeah, that was, that was a bit of a traumatic experience for me. Um, touching on trauma, too. Like trauma can show up in our lives very um differently and like there's everyone's experience is different and like i said i like talked about last week um perception bubbles like we all have our own perception bubbles and how we view the world and something traumatic can happen Um, or okay something can happen to someone uh, for someone and it can seem like a traumatic experience in the moment and it is I would never belittle somebody's experiences and how they're they're viewing the world and how how they experience things Um, but a lot of the times like those experiences can teach us a lot about the people in our lives and the energy around us and what we're allowing to continue to happen. Um, sometimes people really can't get away from that energy. And that's that's a whole nother issue that society as a whole, I think, needs to work on out. Um Yeah. it's That's like one of the whole reasons why I love talking about all of this stuff and I want to help parents um, raise their children in a way that is authentic to their child versus what they think is best for their child. Um, So yeah. Um, Anyways, that hormonal birth control episode is episode seven. So go ahead and go back and listen to that if you feel called to. Um, I also want to touch a little bit about neurodivergence. Um, like I said, as I'm detoxing from hormonal birth control, it's been really eye-opening to what my actual energy is like and, and um, what like the world around me is allowing me to do and like how to how I move and how I live and all that stuff like this world is honestly created for um manifesting generator type energy honestly this this world isn't even created for for any type of energy it's it's created for people who like just wake up and do shit and Get shit done and then, like, go to bed and do the same fucking thing the next day. Like, this whole – our world is not created for how humans are actually meant to live. And it's heartbreaking because we basically force kids into, like, this whole life right from the start. And, yeah, there, there needs to be a shift. And it's happening it's happening right now (laughs) um book a reading with me if you're into all this stuff honestly this is what I love talking about and I would love to dive deep into your chart um you your chart you and your partner's chart you and your family's charts it's so fun to share with other people like secrets that they knew about themselves but like They didn't give themselves permission to live in their authenticity just because of what people told them how they should be. And yeah, let's reshape your perception bubble. Um, Okay, neurodivergence. (laughs) I keep kind of avoiding this because um, I don't know too much about neurodivergence besides like what I've experienced and what I've read and the videos that I've watched, Um, but like I said, as I'm detoxing from this hormonal birth control and, like, stepping back into my authenticity, um, I find that my brain works a little differently than other people's. Um, I I find that I'm – I tend to lean towards, like, the autistic community – or the ADHD community, or those type of people that, like, slightly have both. Um, Definitely high-functioning. Like, I'm sitting here speaking right now into this microphone, and I'm so grateful that I've been able to live on my own and, like, do things and get shit done. But sometimes it feels like I have, like, a limitation on – what I'm capable of. And I think that that is also based on how society is created versus how I or people that identify as neurodivergent um are meant to live in this world. So, people who are autis- autistic or have ADHD can recognize a lot of things and see a lot of patterns in, in different ways that other people might not notice or might not see. And honestly, I really, really like to think of these things as gifts. Like, instead of thinking about it as um, something that can hold you back or something that can make you different, like you are different, but something that can it It's a superpower. It's a superpower. And um, learning how your authentic energy works in your human design chart can actually give you a lot of autonomy in your life as a neurodivergent person because it shows literally how you can um, – how you can come back to your body and listen to your own intuition versus trying to do all of these other things that society wants you to do. Um, For example, right now, I am recording a bunch of episodes this week because I feel the energy for it. Like I'm feeling good. And I'm ready to create. I'm in a I'm in a good workflow. Um, I just want to like talk about these things right now. So I'm going to listen to that. And I'm going to get as much recording as I, I can get in during this time. So that I have content to still put out every week for you guys. When I'm not feeling up for recording an episode that week. Um, and this is something that I've been like exploring and practicing for the past like two years-ish now. So um, I've noticed that following like the moon cycle or my moon cycle um, helps a lot with with, um, figuring out kind of like what I feel is best for me. Um, Also coming back and listening to my strategy and authority again instead of listening to my mind because our minds tell us so many lies about like what we should do um this is like a Jenna Zoe quote if you don't know her she's one of the first people who started talking about human design um on like socials like social medias and podcasts and stuff like that and She gained a lot of traction and she's a projector as well as I am. Um, And yeah, go listen to some of her stuff. I love how she talks about it. Um, I talk about it a little differently, I feel, but I love how she talks about human design. And one of her little quotes is, um, stop shooting all over yourself. (laughs) Like, I should do this. I should do that. I should be this way. I should act that way. Like, no, stop listening to all of those shoulds. Stop shoulding all over yourself. (laughs) Like you are magic and you are powerful and you are meant to be successful and satisfied and, and at peace and all of these things that humans are meant to experience like without listening to everyone else. Coming back to your strategy and authority Which in human design means basically listening to your intuition Um I talk a lot about this in episode two if you want to go back and listen to that one Um, this might be a nice little recap of episode two so Yeah, i'm gonna um Okay Okay, so I I dove into a little bit about um, how we experience trauma and how neurodivergence is seems like it's like on the uprise, but it's really more so how our world is, uh, created, has been created and how humans are literally not meant to be doing shit like this all the time. Like we're meant to be living very, very differently to how we are right now, um, And yeah, okay, so hormonal birth control episode is 17, go back and listen to that. A little review of strategies and authorities in human design and a review on the energy types is on episode two, so go back and listen to that if you want to, Um, but we're about to dive into another little recap on the energy types of human design and strategy and authority right now. Okay, so before I dive into the energy types, I want you to be able to know what your energy type is. So quickly, um, I'm just going to describe how to find your chart for free online. Um, my favorite resource that I have found, and I've tried a few um, free online resources for finding your human design chart. Um, my favorite one is called mybodygraph.com. Um, and you're able to kind of like, click on the centers and the lines and the gates and your channels and they'll tell you just like a very, very brief little blurb about what it means. Um, If your center is defined or colored, um, that is your energy that you're holding. um, That's authentic to you. And if something is white or undefined in your chart, then that's where you are open to um, receiving and absorbing and experiencing energy from other people, those around you, those are close to you, those you spend a lot of time with, um, anything like that. Um, Yeah, so head over to mybodygraph.com. Put in your information. Your birth time is very important because... The portal changes every two hours, Um, especially like your time zone as well. So make sure that you're putting the location and the time correctly into the system so you get an accurate reading. Um, Sometimes your chart won't change very much if you have like if it's off by a few minutes But sometimes if you get like your AM and your PM mixed up, your your chart can look very, very different. So call your mom, make sure that you know what time you were born. Um, Usually you can check your birth certificate if you have access to that as well. So yeah, go plug in your info, find out what your chart looks like. You'll be able to see a little bit more information On mybodygraph.com when you go to um, like there's a little arrow kind of above your chart and you click open in online software um, instead of how it originally pops up you'll be able to see just like a little bit more information Um, and if you go all the way to the right side of the screen Um, It'll kind of give you a little bit of a breakdown on your chart. So it'll tell you about your design date, which is X amount of days before birth. And that's like theoretically when your soul jumped into your body. I love thinking about this stuff. It's so cool. Um, and then it'll also tell you your aura type, your, um, strategy, your authority, your profile, your incarnation cross, um, and your definition, and all of these things I'm going to go over within the next few weeks here, um, and share with you guys what all of these mean and how you can use your authentic energy to create your own magic. Um, okay. Okay. All right, so we're going to dive into the aura types um, and strategies for each aura type. When I talk about strategy, I also want you to keep in mind that your authority will play a role in how you use your strategy. Um, These things work together for you to learn how to listen to your intuition, listen to your body. And get out of your headspace, out of your mind, out of all those things that you think you should be doing, versus your inner knowing and your how your soul speaks to you, your intuition, and all of those things. Um, okay, so we're going to start with generators. Um, generators' strategy is to wait to respond, and to also to know themselves. Um, so when I say wait to respond, what that means is you respond to the your your gut feeling that you get when something happens um, outside of you. So you experience something and your gut tells you, basically if, it's right for you, or if you need to like get the fuck out. <laughs> like, like respond literally to to what your body says. If it feels like you're physically being pulled towards something, like go for it. You know, like wait, wait until you fully know. Wait until your body says yes um a lot of the times generators will also verbalize this in a way like for example you like take a bite of delicious ass food a generator is going to be the ones that that that's like mm, ah mm mm mm-hmm. like they're making these noises from their gut space, from their sacral space, and it's literally coming out of their mouth. If, if you're in a situation where you're like, uh-uh, or mm-mm-mm-mm, got to get out of here, like, if it's literally coming out of your mouth where you're like, uh-uh, or nah, listen to that too. Um, also, knowing yourself and taking care of your body can really, really help with listening to your gut and following what your how your body responds to said experience um okay so we're going to move on to manifesting generators manifesting generators have a very similar kind of response as generators but it's also different um so they still need to respond to their gut and follow like what pulls them forward, but manifest manifesting generators also need to visualize and inform first. So for a manifesting generator, um, they will have a lot more like going on in their energy, a lot more like passion and like like um, multi multi faceted interests. Um, and they actually have the energy to do multiple things like that. Whereas a generator might have like one thing that they prefer to focus on at one time or one thing focusing on one thing at a time for a generator is actually more authentically, um, correct for them than for a manifesting generator. So manifesting generators can actually, still be successful and satisfied with doing more than one thing. And they're less likely to feel burnt out as long as they are responding to their gut, but also first visualizing and informing and talking about these things that they want to create and do and manifest. Um, This can look like Um, Turning inward at first and like really wrapping your head around what you want to do before taking action, talking to other people about what you want to do before taking action, visualizing and informing will help your gut space respond accurately to whatever you're trying to manifest or… The experience that's happening around you, you'll be able to like accurately get a good vibe off of what's going on. If you first visualize and inform, like tell talk to people, tell them tell them what you want to do, tell them how you're feeling, um, all this stuff. And again, remember your authority is going to play into how you use your, strat- your strategy. Um, okay, so we talked about generators and manifesting generators. Next, we're going to move on to manifestors. Um, manifestors, and manifestors are like a very different breed. Um, they are here to inform. Um, that is their strategy. They need to inform. So kind of similar to how manifesting generators will inform about their ideas before they go do, but manifestors don't even need to actually, like, do the thing. They're more so here to inspire and create and hold themselves in their own power so that they can share their wisdom with with the world. And... um manifestors can often be come off as like closed or um, angry individuals just because of how the world is and how their energy is and how people tell them how they should be versus how they are and um Yeah, so for for manifestors, your strategy is to inform and to to talk about all of these things that you want to do and you want to create and not necessarily create them yourself, um, but just get all of your wisdom out and share it. Like, I... I'm a projector, so um and i have my sister is a manifester, and my one of my exes is a manifester, and I have a few like other manifester friends, but um like manifestors get stuck living in this world created for like people create pe- pe- people doing things. and um manifesters are not really meant to. Like, get out and do shit like a generator, a manifesting generator, is meant to. Like, literally, manifestors are here to inform and share their power and be at peace with who they are and their wisdom that they hold. And, yeah, I hope that makes sense. Um, I want to maybe clarify that a little bit more in a future episode where I dive deeper into manifester traits and all that stuff. Um, But yeah. Okay. So we're going to move on to projectors next. Um, I'm a projector. So this is like very personal to me. And um, I feel like I'm the best at talking about this energy type because I have experienced life as a projector. Um, So, Projectors have a little bit of a confusing strategy because it sounds like we... Okay, so our strategy is to wait to be invited. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so let's unpack it a little bit. Waiting for the invitation does not mean sitting around and doing nothing. It does not mean... um. Waiting for somebody to invite you into like every single little thing in your life. These invitations are more so for the big things. Um, they're for careers, uh, relationships, um, like like when when you're interacting with other humans, other beings. Um, being invited to share your gifts is where it's at. So, projectors are here to be um, a guide for people. We can, we have projectors have an ability to recognize other people's gifts and um, see systems that have been put in place for other people or um communities or just like the pattern recognition and um all of that for a projector is is like where our power lies so lies where our power lies um (laughs) Yeah, so we are here to be a guide for others, mostly generators and manifesting generators. Um, Their energy is intoxicating to us, and we're able to see how they can use their energy in a more productive way. Um, So being genuinely invited to be that guide is so important. Otherwise, we... Projectors will feel bitterness towards that other person if they interject, if they if they give their two cents, if they give their um, like advice without being invited. People are gonna be like, "Why are you telling me this? I didn't ask for this." You know, and I'm sure if you're a projector, you've experienced this before, where you can clearly see how you can help someone, and you you tell them, and they're like, "The fuck, you? I didn't ask for this." You know, like um, we, we have to more so share our gifts in a way where um, people will recognize us for who we are and invite us to be their guide. Um, so the second part to waiting to be invited is recognizing yourself. So projectors really need to recognize themselves first in order for other people to recognize them and their power. Um, And that's literally the hardest part because projectors have such a hard time seeing who they are because we see other people so well. Um, Yeah, being a projector is such a gift. And we are one of the newer energy types because of like human evolution and in seeing that we needed, like, somebody who can help other people be more productive with their energy versus, like, just create, 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 create. Like, we've been in the past. um, And when I say in the past, I mean, like, thousands of years ago. But um, hundreds of years ago, maybe. But yeah. So um projectors strategy is to first recognize themselves and then wait for those invitations to come um the last energy type is reflectors so we've already talked about generators manifesting generators manifestors projectors and now we're on reflectors reflectors are a very unique like person like they're they're a very unique energy type Um, When you look at their chart on my body graph, for example, if you look at their chart, it's all, all of the energy centers, all of those shapes that you see are white. They're completely open. Um, That means that they can absorb other people's energy and understand, like, how, well, a lot of the times reflectors will kind of take it on as their own um, and maybe get confused at why they feel different around different people, but um, they're meant to show us, like, the state of our environment. So if you're chilling with a reflector and that reflector is chilling, like, that is probably a very chill environment. <laughs> um, you're giving them energy that's that's calm and um, yeah. So Reflector's strategy is very different since their chart is open. They are meant to wait 28 days or a full lunar cycle before they, um, you know, make a, some type of life decision um sometimes it can come sooner like the clarity will come sooner but finding clarity for a project for a reflector comes with time and it comes with experiencing the full spectrum of energies like offered to us by by humans living on earth and a full lunar cycle will show you will show us all of the different um like energies that can be experienced by a reflector. Um, So waiting that full lunar cycle is very important before making any type of big life decision for a projector. I mean, reflector. Um, Wow. Okay. So we just went over strategies for all of the energy types. I'm just going to touch on them one more time before we move on to authority. Um, okay, so strategies for generators is to first know yourself and then respond to your sacral or your gut. Um, manifesting generators, your strategy is to first visualize and inform and then respond to your sacral or gut. Manifesters, your strategy is to inform, 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 share your wisdom, share your knowledge. You don't necessarily need to create. You are here to inform. Projectors need to first recognize themselves and then wait for aligned and authentic invitations. And reflectors are meant to wait a full lunar cycle before acting or making a decision. All right, here we are talking about authorities. So... What your authority essentially is, is it's how your soul will communicate with you. That's how I like to think of it. Um, it's not our mind and it's not necessarily our body, but it is our inner knowing and our, how, how we're meant to listen to our higher self, um. And this will work directly with your strategy. So, if you need to go back and listen to your strategy one more time, go do that real quick, um, and then look at your authority. So, what your authority is it's going to be a specific energy center that is either defined, or if you're a reflector, it'll still be your the lunar cycle. So, it won't be any there won't be anything defined. Um, but it's a specific energy center that is defined in your chart that your, this is like where your power lies in decision-making. Um, it's your intuition. It's how your soul speaks to you, all of the above. So the main types of authority, um, are your emotional, and that would be your, your solar plexus or your emotional center. Sacral or gut center um, and your splenic center. Then there are uh four other types or five other types, I guess. Four there are four other types um that are only found in manifestors or projectors um, because of how open the our charts are, or how open projectors and manifestors charts can be. So sometimes um it won't be from like a um, motor a motor center and and we call your emotional your sacral and your splenic kind of like your motor centers um, your ego or your heart space can also be a motor center as well but it does show up a little bit differently energetically um, yeah so there's two different types of ego authorities um, and then there's self-projected um, and mental projected and then the lunar so, all together, we have one, two, three, five, five, six, seven, 8. There's eight types of authorities. Um, I'm going to go through these one at a time. Um, again, you can find this in your chart on mybodygraph.com on the far right side of your screen. Um, it'll give you your chart details, and this will be there'll be a word right next to authority. Um, yeah. All right. So, we're going to start with um, the most typical to find in your chart, um, your emotional center. So if your emotional center is defined, you're automatically um, an emotional being and you, your authority is your emotional center. So emotional beings um, are always kind of riding this emotional wave and we experience I'm emotional being. We experience extreme highs and extreme lows based off of just our own emotional wave. Um, and that's, like, it's very personal and very internal. It might not even be, like, triggered by um, a memory or something like that. It, it could just be literally we wake up and that's how we feel that day. Um, and, yeah, so... So, your authority is your emotions, and we're not meant to get stuck in our emotions. They're here to teach us something. So, our authority is to ride your emotional wave. Um, We listen and we learn from our emotions, and we are going to need to wait until we feel clarity in order to make a decision. So, um, clarity means that you're kind of feeling uh, more stable um, and you're not like at an extreme high and you're not in it at an extreme low you kind of already rode that wave and you came back to shore and you're chilling waiting for the next one to come but um, your your authority is really to listen and learn from your emotions and see what they have to teach you and see what they have to tell you um, and then move accordingly based on what you learn. Um, The next type of authority is sacral or generated authority. This is found mostly in generators and manifesting generators. And it will be if your emotional center is undefined and your sacral center is defined. So sacral is next. And you really just need to listen to your gut response what pulls you forward, those ums and ah's and uh-uh's and hell Like, you really need to listen to those. Um, that's how your soul speaks to you. And healing your body and your gut will help so, so much in getting, like, an accurate feel for what is correct for you, responding to your gut. Um, The next type of authority is splenic. So this is if you have an undefined sacral and emotional, but your splenic center is defined. So this is an in-the-moment response. It can almost feel like a whisper or an inner knowing of just like, I need to not do this. Um, kind of, kind of a, a quick little, brief story here. Um, sometimes for somebody with splenic authority, they will get like this urge to either leave a, a place, um, cancel plans, even if it's like a big trip and you're on. Um, sorry if you can hear the sirens in the background um and you're you're about to like get on an airplane and you're like I really don't feel like this is right right now like listen to that um that is your soul speaking to you your higher self is saying this is not for me right now and it's such an in the moment response to like a question or an experience or like a thought that pops into your head um and it's it's not the thought itself, but it's how you respond to the thought. Um, so so being in tune with your body again is very important and and making sure that your body is healed enough and um, like you're taking care of your body in order to feel these responses in the moment accurately. And this one is the one that I feel takes the most practice to listen to. Um, the one thing about splenic authority too, is it usually will only hit you once. It won't happen again. Um, so listening to that the first time and not trying to force it or overthink it is very important. Okay. So we're going to move on to ego authority and there's two different types of ego authorities. One is found in manifestors and one is found in projectors. So the ego manifested authority um, is found in manifestors. And remember that for manifestors, their strategy is to inform. So they are using their voice, their throat chakra to speak things into existence. And when you have an ego manifested authority, using your voice, using your strategy of informing um, needs to be in flow and, like, in correlation with your heart. So your ego and your heart space um, is, like, interchangeable. It's the same thing. Um, and speaking from your heart, not necessarily, like, planning ahead or, like, like knowing that, um, like, saying things for what other people want to hear. Like, you need to just let it flow out of you and say say what you need to say and inform how you need to inform without overthinking it. Um, Just let it flow from your heart space. The ego-projected authority, which is found in projectors, and remember projectors' uh, strategy is to recognize yourself and then wait to be invited. So the ego-projected authority plays... um, a little bit of a different part versus the ego manifested so what projectors need to do with ego authority is they need to ask themselves is this what I want and what is in it for me like they need to ask themselves is is this something that I want um, and it's it's going to be clear like you either will or you won't and this is comes with responding to those invitations so a projector with ego authority will receive an invitation and knowing if it's the right type of invitation for you you need to tap into your, your heart space and ask yourself is this what I want what's in it for me what do I get out of this um, for ego authority in both manifestors and projectors there really needs to be a balance between um, work and rest. So with all of the openness that is in your chart, you will need to kind of like detox your aura from everything that you absorb throughout your day or throughout your week. So, oh my God, that is so funny. I just like blew a teeny teeny tiny like spit bubble with my teeth just right now All right um anyways back to back to the subject here um yes yeah, so so if you're a manifester or a projector with ego authority make sure that you find a good balance between work and rest in your daily life and you are stepping back into your authentic, um energy, making sure that that you're not holding on to things from the world around you or from other people. Okay, we're almost done with authorities. Um, the next two are two authorities are only found in projectors. Um, so this is going to be there's self-projected, and then there's mental or environmental. So the self-projected authority means that you'll be able to see what is correct for you, those invitations that I write for you. When you surround yourself with a trusted group of people, like you need a, you kind of need like a core friend group or um, at least one or two people that you really trust in order to bounce these ideas off of them. And um, you'll be able to see, see what is correct for you through how those conversations go. Um, and then for mental authority, this is super, super similar to self-projected. The only difference is that um, it's more so about your environment versus bouncing those ideas off of another person. So you can talk to your trusted circle of friends, and it's not necessarily how they respond to what you're saying. It's how you like how the clarity that you gain just by hearing your own voice and talking through these things out loud with in a safe environment. Um, and again, those two are only found in projectors. Finally, I want to touch on lunar authority really quick for reflectors. Um, this one gets overlooked a lot because it's very similar to the strategy. Um, reflectors will always have strategy and authority be waiting a full lunar cycle and your authority is the moon, the lunar cycle. Um, so with a lunar authority, you really need to slow down and experience the full spectrum of energy throughout the month, um, before you rush into something. So slow down and do not rush. If you're a reflector. Um, okay, so kind of wrapping this up in a like perspective way. Um, when we live by our strategies and authorities, we are able to escape our mind of all those things that our mind tells us we should be doing. So, literally, when we're following our strategy and authority, we stop shooting all over ourselves. Shout out Jenna Zoe for that one. (laughs) Um, Your mind is not here to make decisions. I'm going to say that one more time. Your mind does not make the decisions. Your authority, along with your strategy, is here for you. To help you make decisions, your mind is not meant to make decisions. Your mind is here to think. It's here to question, teach, inspire, organize things, interpret things, um, put put language or names or, um. Like sort things, remember things, process data. Um, Our mind is not here to make decisions. When we free ourselves from this idea that we need to, like, think about things, when we free ourselves from overthinking and we come back to our strategy and authority, um, our, our mind will be able to be so much more valuable to the world Because now our mind doesn't have to make those decisions anymore. Our mind is literally just here to analyze and observe and question and think and process all of these things. But our body and our authority and our, through our, okay, our body is meant to make our decisions through our authorities and strategy, not our mind. So stop listening to your mind. Stop listening to all those shoulds that you tell yourself. And practice following your strategy and your authority. It takes practice, just like anything else as a human. Like waking up and working out or um, practicing like a new way of cooking or practicing a new way of creating art or anything. Like anything takes practice. This takes practice too. Um, And also, if it's something that doesn't feel authentically aligned with your life, check and see why. Use your mind for a little bit and see, analyze. Why do you think this is not working for you? Is it because of some of your conditioning? What have you experienced that tells you that this is not you when, I mean, science and human design science says it clearly is you. But if it's if it's not you, think about why. Why do you think that is? Do you think your birth time is off? Do you think you need to do a little bit more investigating on that? Um, otherwise, I think diving into your Conditioning is a big, like a huge, huge part of human design is deconditioning. And diving into where you hold conditioning um, and reframing that mindset is so powerful. Um, All right, before we wrap it up here, um, I just want to touch back again on the human design readings that I offer currently. Um, Right now, I am offering a discount while I'm creating my Parenting Redesign program, um, which launches in July. But if you are interested in a reading, I offer single readings, um, and those are two 60-minute sessions where we dive deep into your chart. I also offer partner readings That is three 90-minute sessions where I dive into each of your charts individually and then how your energies work together as a unit. Um, And then a family reading will be four 90-minute sessions. um, And we dive into each individual chart again. And then also how your family works as a unit. What are your family dynamics? How, how um, do you guys create things together? This part is my favorite. Um, I love talking about how people work together and how families can work together and all of that stuff. So, if you're interested in a reading, um, whether it's just a personal one or a relationship one or a family one, um, let me know. I'll put all the links in the show notes below. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Hey, it's Lexi Ray. That's where I'm most active. Um, I also have a separate account for the podcast, High Vibe Human. And then I also have a separate account for um, my new parenting program, which is Parenting Redesigned. Um, but hit me up on um, Instagram at hey, it's Lexi Ray. And we can start a new conversation about your chart and um, what you think is right for you and for reading moving forward. Um, I'm pumped you're here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and check back next week for some more fun info and chats with me. Love you. Bye, guys. Wow, we covered a lot about strategy and authority just now. So if you need to go back and listen to um, parts of that again, definitely go do so. Um, Remember that using your strategy and authority can help free your mind of the pressure of of following outer authorities, not your own. Um, you'll be able to strip away the conditioning of everything from the past. So like society, your parents, everything that people told you, you should do, you should be, and listen back and trust yourself, your, your true authentic self. Um, this is also just the beginning of stepping into your alignment through your human design chart. If you want to book a reading with me, we will dive into your strategy and authority and how it applies to your chart specifically. So we're going to look at everything else that's defined or undefined. We're going to look at the planets. We're going to look at the arrows. We're going to look at everything in your chart. So if you're interested in diving a little deeper and understanding yourself more and being able to kind of like set up your life in a specific way, so that you feel freedom and you feel sovereign and you feel like you're able to just trust and trust yourself and and trust that you'll be able to be your own guide in making your decisions and creating the life that you want. Um, so I'll put that link below if you want to dive into your chart a little bit more. Also, don't forget to apply to Parenting Redesigned if you are feeling so called to do so. Um, The first intake is starting in July, 2022. So I'm super pumped for that. And yeah, I'll see you guys next week for another episode. Bye. Thanks for listening.